O'Brien Health takes the responsibility to lead and to do the things that make everyone better, healthier, and moving forward together. Here's another of our Brian Health Radio podcast interviews with Melanie Cole. Brian Health hosts a community run every October to further their commitment to wellness and mental health. For more information about this event, you can go to brianhealth.org forward slash run. This special podcast series is brought to you by Brian Health and the Kim Foundation. Mental illness affects one in five individuals nationally each year, yet nearly two-thirds of these individuals never seek treatment because of the stigma. Untreated mental illness can have negative effects on your physical health and your daily life. With proper treatment, however, you can go on living a happy and fulfilling life. My guest today is Julia Hebenstraight. She is the Executive Director with the Kim Foundation. Welcome to the show, Julia. Tell us a little bit about the Kim Foundation and what do you do for mental health awareness? Thanks for having me today. The Kim Foundation is a family foundation. We're based in the Omaha metro area, but we uh, have outreach into Lincoln as well and some greater Nebraska. We focus on mental health awareness and suicide prevention. So um, we were founded 15 years ago, actually, and uh, the family that founded it, their daughter, Kim, had mental illness, and she unfortunately took her life when she was 24. And so at that time, Larry vowed when he's able to give back in an impactful way, uh, this would be his focus. And so we have worked for 15 years to break down some of that stigma that Brian also works to do so well and and just really make it a conversation that people can have in the community about mental illness and open that door for them because it does impact so many different people in our lives. Julia, what does it mean to have mental illness? Well, it can mean a lot of different things and looks differently for everyone. There's some that become very serious, certainly, and then some that, um, you know, are more or less serious. And people, the thing that we always like to um, emphasize for people is that it's very treatable and people can lead successful, happy lives with a mental illness. And so it just is a matter of finding that proper treatment that works in your life and for your family. And so really just encouraging people to reach out and get that help. And once you identify that there is an issue, that next step is where do we turn to? And so, uh, you know, how can, and we do a lot of that and work to connect people with resources in their communities. So they just make it a little easier for them. What are some of the warning signs of mental illness? Are there some red flags you'd like to point out for loved ones to identify? Yeah, absolutely. And again, it's going to depend on which mental illness they have. They're all certainly different, but anxiety and depression are the most two most common, certainly, um, for the general population. And depression um, is, we'll, we'll just kind of get into that piece of it, I think, because that impacts the, the majority of people. Um, some of the one thing that we like to say is that just because you have one of these warning signs does not mean that you have um, depression. Certainly, it's usually a combination of things. And one thing to watch for for people is that if it lasts two weeks or longer, then that's the time that you really need to reach out for help because some of this stuff is just normal everyday experiences that people do experience when they're having a bad day. So it may look like withdrawing from previously enjoyed activities. Um, change in sleeping pattern, change in eating patterns. Um, even when it gets very extreme depression, they're talking about suicide, you may notice them talking or writing or expressing about dying. And the important thing is to take that very seriously for people. Um, and again, it's two weeks or longer that, that we really want to, for people to watch for. And one thing that's often overlooked with both anxiety and depression, and we actually just had an email uh, yesterday to the foundation that 
uh, teenager was having all these unexplained aches and pains, and that's one um, uh, symptom and warning sign that people often overlook, even in the medical profession, because they're unexplained typically, and they don't think to look for depression or anxiety. What should you do if someone you know appears to have some of these symptoms you've described? Yep, there's, uh, you can take online on Brian's website, there's an online depression screening, and it's not meant to diagnose you, but if you think that either you or a loved one are experiencing these things, you can take that in the comfort of your own home and privacy of your own home and, and see, you know, is this something that you need to take seriously? And if these warning signs are there or you just, you know, think something's not quite right, we always encourage you to reach out for help. And if you aren't sure where to turn to, um, you can always call the foundation. Uh, our number is 402-891-6911, and we work to connect you. We can't make a medical referral, but we'll work to connect you with uh, resources in your community that might fit your needs. You can also go to our website, and there's a map of all the regions throughout the state broken out with the different resources listed and really connect you with help there. There's online resources and then obviously physical offices that you can walk into. So the most important thing is just, you know, the first step is recognizing that there is an issue and then what to do about that, who to reach out to for help is kind of the, and that's usually where people get hung up on because they don't know where to go or what to do. And so we just really encourage them to to make sure to reach out. And even if they don't have the answers, find someone um, again, either the foundation or a medical provider that can help them make that way a little easier. And that website is thekimfoundation.org. Julia, do you think that people are hesitant to get help for themselves or their loved ones because there's still a stigma? Are we seeing that that still goes on today surrounding mental illness? Yeah, I think in some ways there's the, that stigma certainly still exists. It's You know, it's one of those things that we, we spend a lot of time going out into the community doing presentations, and sometimes we'll ask, you know, have any of you in here been impacted by mental illness? And typically it's, you know, sometimes it's crickets and no one responds, and it might be a slow response. But as soon as one person opens up about their experiences with it, the room floods with stories about their mom or themselves or their sister or brother, whoever it may be. Um, and people feel more comfortable sharing their story once they know they're not alone in that. And so I think it's important as a society and as a community to just make it a more welcoming environment to have the conversation about mental illness because so many people don't talk about it because they are struggling alone and they think no one will understand it. So if we can make it a more positive, open environment for people to talk about, then we certainly want to do that. And I think it helps anyone that can help start the conversation and, you know, be an advocate for someone in your life that's, you know, impacted by these things. I think all of us can play a part in that. And so the stigma certainly is still there. But, you know, I think I'd, I'd like to say we're getting better as a community, but there's always work to be done in this area, certainly. And why do you believe in Bryan Health and the Bryan Health Capital City Classic Run event that helps raise awareness for mental health education? Uh, Bryan has been an outstanding partner with us, and they always are one of the first ones to come to the table and, you know, and want to find answers and find solutions to to whether it be break down the stigma or fill a gap in mental health services. And so we really believe in the work that they do and the way that they serve their community. They do it in a unique and welcoming environment. And, you know, they have top-notch facilities. And many health systems are kind of late to the game in terms of putting a priority on behavioral health. And um, and I think Brian has done that from the start. It's always been important to them and been incorporated in all that they do uh, in the in their work in the medical field. And so we just feel as a foundation that we really need to get behind them and support that and 
this is a great way to bring community members together that maybe they haven't yet been impacted by mental illness, but just a platform for them to see how many people it truly does impact and, and a way for them to get involved and help out. Speak about mental health recovery a little bit as a journey of healing and transformation that can enable a person with mental health problem to live a meaningful life. What does the Kim Foundation say about recovery and living that life? We fully believe in recovery and that mental illness is treatable. And some people, you know, will think, well, it's not curable. And, you know, but treatable is different. And you can lead a very successful life. Again, it's, you know, I kind of touched on this at the beginning, but just finding that realm of treatment that works best for you and your family. You know, for some people that is going to be medication. For some people that's going to be outpatient therapy. Some people find a more holistic uh, way about treatment to be more successful for them. So it could be a combination of any of those things. But we truly believe that mental illness is treatable and that they, you know, can lead a very successful, full life and and be an active member of our community. And so we just want to keep reemphasizing that message to people and not let them um, get down. And I think too often people see, like in the movies and media, these very serious mental illnesses and, and think that's what it has to look like. And, and that's certainly not the case at all. And so we just want to keep promoting the message of hope and resiliency and, and letting them know that treatment is available and help is out there. Thank you so much, Julia, for being with us today. It's really great and such important information. You're listening to Brian Health Radio, and if you'd like more information about the Kim Foundation, you can go to thekimfoundation.org. That's thekimfoundation.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.